0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Yo, 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 what's poppin'? You kicking it with the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B Jones, aka Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. What's
2: going on, y'all? It's your boy Big Smitty, aka D Nice. And where we at again, Bolo? Y'all know we in a place to be. So go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to
1: grab a cup and pull up. Cause this is the porch.
0: Study on the porch that was where it all began had to put it work every day we got it in we chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it we make it look easy we achieving everything we needed now we undefeated if we link no it's only business if we get to speak and leave them speechless i did things for free but now it costs to see me when you see me you ain't gotta greet me just don't plot the sneak
2: let's get
3: it hey what's going
2: on man what's going on which how you feeling bro i called you brian today my fault
1: I called with you, the government, the brian. you know what bro you know what i'm I'm extremely good i'm blessed coming off of easter sunday nice little reset you
2: know but you know all is well what about you same man same it's crazy man you know i live out in la now and you know i don't have a lot of family out here so right. like the holidays are just a little different that's the only uh i would say different maybe downside about moving away from home is that the holiday season just isn't that same exact feel, but I I relaxed all, all day yesterday. Um, watched Netflix was chilling. Like it was just like a a regular old Sunday for me. So.
1: (laughs) Absolutely, bro. I I can't wait, man. It's just like, what a, what a Monday to come in with such a bang with another special guest we got coming on to the porch today.
2: Another very special guest. I cannot wait to introduce her and, and share her story with you all. But before we get to that, We got our new segment that we're going to introduce in today, our What's in Your Cup segment. So uh, without further ado, Bolo, I'm going to start with you. Can you tell tell the porch what's in your cup right
3: now?
1: What's up, Porsche family? So we go ahead. We wanted to put the What's in Your Cup cup segment together to give you all more of a feel on what it's like to really be on the porch. So um, on today's episode, I got what you call Casamigos. All right. It is a tequila. Okay, it's Blanco, so it's the lighter version, okay, of tequila, mixed with some lemonade, okay? So I mix it, you know what I mean? I put about a quarter, a quarter, couple shots of Casa in there with some lemonade, shake it up with some ice. Then you're having a good night,
2: right? That's how I'm feeling on the porch. What about you, bro? Oh, you feeling good on the porch right now, man. So I know I, know I got a red Solo cup, and you usually don't pour... Wine in in the in the solo. Okay. Today I had to go a little bit, you know, old school, college vibes. Right. Had to put a, a I put a little bit of Rossi in the cup. I put a little bit of Rossi in the I got the red wine in here. You Rossi know, Mafia. It, it goes down real smooth, but you drink too much too fast, it's gonna hit you hard. So that's how I'm feeling <laughs> right now, man. So uh, <laughs> so how about you get you get a poor family a quick little toast, a, a word of inspiration before we introduce our our special guest in.
1: Absolutely. Hey, y'all know the saying for 2022 is, hey, make the best you the best you. Ooh. You feel me? So we're going to toast to that hey, because it's all
2: about you at the end of the day. I like that. Touch the Absolutely. screen, touch the screen, touch the screen. Boom. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V, BELIEVE to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Yes, sir. It's like that. Yes, yes, yes. So without further ado, man, for our our, our listeners, you know, obviously we got our people on YouTube who's been watching and been seeing our guests right here on the screen. But for our listeners, they haven't had a chance to know who the special guest is. So got to give her the proper introduction. She's a jack of all trades. She's a black belt. She's a corner woman. She's a sparring partner, a brand director. In other words, she does it all. The one, the only Natalie Lureta. Welcome to the porch.
1: Welcome, welcome.
4: Thank you for having wow. me. This is actually my first podcast ever.
1: Oh, wow. first time on the podcast, so it got to be special. We,
2: we need a buzzer. We need a. Bam, 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 bam. Jeez, like, that's that's epic.
1: We got to make it. We got to make your first podcast moment epic. Yes. I think we're on the right
2: track. Yes, Yes, we are. Yes, we are. So, man, it's an honor. It's an honor. Pleasure to have you on. It's for us to be your first podcast Uh, before we even jump into your story and your journey. How's life for you right now? How are you doing right now? I see you got the nice, you got the Miami heat hat on swagged out. Like what's going on with you right now?
4: So right now I'm a student and I'm finishing up the semester, you know, going and transitioning into the summer. Um, But right now I'm having a great time. I'm working on a lot of projects. I'm training harder than ever um honestly i'm always kind of in camp because yeah. i'm waiting to fight right now so um we'll get into that later but life is pretty good i had easter yesterday it was a great evening went to church um amen went on a little run. was productive now i'm ready for the week and now I'm
3: Absolutely. Week. <laughs> i
2: love it i love it great 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 start to the week you know what i mean great easter very productive that's all i like to hear so um cool. So let's let's jump back to the beginning, right? To the early years for you. I know you were born and raised in Miami. Yeah. First, first off, what is life like as a kid growing up in a party city like Miami? Like, Real
4: <laughs> Definitely it's a very unique city. Like kids are very um, they're like an adult scene, very young, I, I would say, like mm-hmm. the party life. But for me and my family and my sisters, like we grew up as um international world-class athletes traveling every weekend to a different country so like Mm. we didn't really experience um the party life like going on the weekends to friends beach houses and all that because we're training and we had to compete you know
3: right
4: it was was an awesome city because we had the miami heat winning in
3: yeah like 2012 and
4: 13 so like we grew up like with pots and pans in the streets
3: celebrating
4: (laughs) crazy. That's all I remember as a kid
2: has to be fun. That's awesome.
1: So, I mean, so you've been doing it, you know, um, since you were younger, I guess, do you remember that first moment? I guess what initially got you into, you know, being an athlete and, and getting into, you know, sports.
4: Yeah, for sure. Um, my father, he was the creator of the Loretta legacy obviously within martial arts. And he started teaching martial arts in Miami, I think for now, over 40 years. So Mm. um, about 30 years ago, he opened up his own school and we were born into it. So we didn't really have a choice um, to do it, but it was our family business, you know? So luckily for me and Valerie, we we fell in love with it, which was a plus. So we had our mom, on the other hand, she put us in every sport possible. Ice skating, (laughs) cheerleading, dancing, like tap, uh, ballet, point, all of that. Um, I did soccer, like we did it all. So she tried to keep us very feminine and balanced. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we were very well-rounded kids, you know? Nice.
2: That's dope. Nice. That's dope. You I always like hear, you know, parents, uh, you know, often say like when, when they have kids, especially when they're young, they're going to make them do everything. Yeah. You know, you, as a kid, you don't really know what you what you, do, what you like, what you don't like. No, you don't you know start. what you don't know. Fact. Exactly. Exactly. So that's cool. Shout out to your parents for, you know, keeping you and your sisters active and making sure you was doing everything. So nice. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that you and your sister fell in love with you know with mma with fighting with training did you feel that way at the beginning or like when you first started because i know the training can be very tough i'm sure it, it has to be a point where you're like man i'm not trying to do this daddy like what's, what's going
4: on um definitely had my cranky days because like it was an everyday thing and unlike all the other kids in the school we had to be there from the from, like, the time school ended all the way to nighttime. So mm. they, we had to close the school, too, clean up, like, do the stuff that we had to do that nobody else had to, you know? Had mm-hmm. to do inventory, stuff like that. Um, help manage the school, too. So... And also, our friends were always there. Like, that was our friend group, you know? the, the yeah. kids. So that was our life. Those were our people. We would travel with them. So it was very different. Yeah.
2: Right, right. That's pretty cool, man. Like you said, I mean, obviously... As a kid, you know, sometimes you don't always see the big picture. So right. I can see two sides to it. One side, you might be like, "Man, I wish I could go outside and just play." You know what I mean? But then on the other side, it's like, "No, nah, this is kind of cool. Like I'm traveling the world, and I'm 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 with my friends here, training with my friends, and I'm learning how to fight. I got my dad right here. Like the whole family is just involved. So I think that's pretty dope that the family is so uh, uh tight knit, a tight knit yeah. group. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. And and I guess doing it at such a young age, I'm thinking about it because I have children and sometimes there's always this conversation about not putting your kids in sports too early or not, you know, spreading them too thin and things like that. I guess, can you look back, you know, at, you know, some of your younger days and say, OK, this is where I learned how to have time management or this is where I learned teamwork. This is where I learned, you know, these different things. Like, I guess, can you look back and pull different things that you learned and, you know, make you a better woman as you you know grow older?
4: Yeah, for sure. I had so many experiences where um, like I would never have time for myself as a student. And somehow after training all those hours, I would manage to do well in school, which was crazy to me because I never got to sleep. Like I had like a very chronic insomnia because Mm. there's no time to rest. That's how life rolls. There's no way you can be healthy because you're always cutting weight, which is takes up most of your mentality, like your your mental
3: space. Yeah. Yeah.
4: You know so it's just very hard to even study when your brain is like not even fully there because you're cutting weight too so i just uh-huh. think that if i was able to do that in life i could do anything you know
1: so so i gotta ask so you so you were cutting weight at an early age i guess how early were you when you started to cut weight
4: um i would say definitely 10 years old was when we <sighs> like really um international important events like that's when we started going to u.s opens which are which are the biggest events. You go to Mm -hmm. Pan-Americans, biggest events, we were there. And actually, um, I made history with Team USA, and I was part of the first cadet national team. So I got to represent. Let's go. Yeah. And I was the first cadet team, which means you're 12 to 14 years old. So imagine that I was so young and that that was the level that I was at. So.
1: Nice nice. Now Natalie for our for our listeners um you know we got some listeners who not not as in tune as into boxing what does cutting mean? Uh kind of give us the the kind of definition of what that means.
4: Yeah, so fight sports the problem with them is that they have to make weight classes and um there's like various weight classes but sometimes you have to fight at a certain one because there's people that are very tall and bulky and they belong in the heavier weight classes and sometimes you, if that's your natural weight you're gonna be fighting really big people so sometimes mm-hmm. you have to make the effort and cut so um if i would fight on my natural body weight right now i would be basically fighting an amanda nunez that's right. you know?
3: so
4: <laughs> i would have to cut
3: weight
4: <laughs> i need to fight someone my frame and my size so that's basically the
2: mentality gotcha, gotcha. now that definitely makes sense there and uh so me i'm someone who like I'm, I'm really starting to get into, like, the MMA uh, sport, boxing as well. But I don't have all the knowledge when it comes to, like, the specific, um like, arts, the, the, the specific training. So explain to me, explain to us, what exactly is Taekwondo? Because that, that's what you really special, like, that's your specialty, right?
4: Yes. So I, I did Taekwondo my whole life. And the translation literally means the art of punching and kicking. Mm. So that's the Korean. It's a Korean sport. Um, I have a tattoo of Taekwondo and Korean on my foot, nice. uh, but yeah, it's a striking form of martial arts. So MMA, there's all types of martial arts. There's boxing, that's a stand-up striking. Taekwondo, right. kickboxing, Muay Thai. Then there's like ground sports that are wrestling, um, uh, jiu-jitsu. Yep. All of those are ground. So MMA is a mixture of everything together.
2: Gotcha. Got you. That's, so do you, so obviously like Taekwondo is what, is what you were raised doing, but over the years, have you studied and learned some of the other um, martial arts as well?
4: Yes, I've had to because um, of my sister, of course, um, right. so I'm by her side during fight camps and all that I need to have that extensive knowledge so initially I started boxing and kickboxing for myself because I needed to be there for my sister mm. to help her train and have that knowledge because at the end of the day I'm the person that she trusts the most to be next to her through mm-hmm. it all so I need to have that knowledge and so I studied the sport I studied everything possible and then eventually I got in the ring so
1: Look, I, we got to We got to give you your flowers. That's like the ultimate sister goal right there. Like you literally learn just different forms of fighting just to put your sister in a better situation to be successful. Like you don't you don't hear stories like that too you often. I'm man. just saying you you know. now.
2: No, nah, you That's really crazy. don't. man. That's a great point, man. And it's crazy. It really jumps right into like our next kind of right. like segment. Next question there as well. Just talk about your relation, uh, relationship with your sister, uh, Valerie. I know you two are just on social media. You two are super close, whether it's training rather than, oh i
3: didn't even oh. see, her. The Cuban Barbie.
2: Okay, I didn't see that's her. cold that's cold She's always repping her sister and i love it. it's like she even i saw a video it was um like after one of her i think one of her wins i can't remember what the question was but i remember her just shouting you out and talking about how double was to have you in her that's corner cold. talk about just that relationship and how you two were so close hey man look I know we've all been there before. Your lady, your man, your significant other, whoever they may be. They're tired of going to Applebee's every single night. They're tired of going to TGI fries every night. They want to do a big for one time in their life. They're trying to lead the country. They want to go on the beach. They want to see some palm trees. They want to drink some pina coladas, some margaritas, etc. And you know, it's going to be a large expense. It's going to hit you. It's going to hit your account hard. Well, one thing I can tell you not to do is don't put that expense on a high interest credit card. Don't do it. Credit Karma can help you look for a low interest personal loan that can help you save money while you still pay off that big purchase and have a good time. Come on, man. What else do you need to hear? Are you ready to apply? Head over to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find a loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. I'm telling you, y'all, you won't regret it. Apply today and save that money.
4: Um, I would definitely say we struggled. I, I would say my sister and I are survivors because, like, what we've done with our life, with everything, we've mm. gone through, especially with our family, like, a lot of things have happened with my mom, her health, too. Mm. We're just survivors in general, so we've gone through life together. I have a little sister also, but we're eight years apart, and Valerie to her is 10 years apart, so Valerie's right, more right. like my best friend because we're just two years apart. So, we went through everything together, we're training partners. When I would compete in a competition, I would be fighting and obviously my dad would be coaching me. But when I was listening, I would only hear her voice. Mm-hmm. I can hear her voice when I would fight and vice versa. So that's why when she started MMA, she needed to. We, she won a couple of fights without me, but she needed me. So that's why she put me in her corner.
1: I love that. I love that. And then obviously, you know, you know, siblings, you know, Darnell and myself, we have siblings and sometimes we bring out the best in each other, right? Like we get after it. Talk about like, you know, those sparring sessions, like when you guys are getting after it, like, like what are what are those like? Are those, do those carry over to the dinner table or like, like talk to me about, talk to us about that.
4: Yeah. I don't know if you've seen the Rocky movies, but it's yeah. like um, that fight between Rocky and
1: Apollo
2: and- Creed. And
4: that, and that was like, Nobody knows what really went on. That's like hard. Yeah, yeah. Because like when we fight, sometimes we tussle. You know, like for real, for real. But yeah, um, overall, like we're the same person. So we do crash a lot. We're very strong women. We're very opinionized. So um, it's just good to have her there because she gives me advice as the older sister. But we get along really well.
1: You know, I love it. It's like one of those things. Growing up is like. Look, we can fight, but ain't nobody else gonna touch you though. It's all right.
4: (laughs) When we train with each other, we we train to like for real. We train a hundred percent always, and that's how me and her work. We're we're trained people that train with a hundred percent every time.
2: I love it. All right. I always (laughs) wonder, and this might be a silly question, but I just I just don't know. So when you're training to prepare for actual like fight um obviously like you said you're going hard like you're really trying to prepare but at the same time you want to stay healthy you know you don't want to get hit right. hard how do you find that balance of like going hard but also like all right I'm not trying to hurt my sister or I'm not trying to get hurt you know what I'm saying
4: yeah for sure that's obviously like part of the the coaches um his responsibility to make sure that everybody knows that this is a sparring session this person's in camp we're going to protect this person. So that's usually how it works. When somebody has a fight coming up, everybody in the gym will know. And they will, when they train with you, they will protect their elbows. Like when we they kick, you cover the elbows. Mm. Like we do things to protect them overall mm. so they don't get injured, but we still push them hard. You just have to watch the power because you don't know what could happen.
1: Nice. gotcha. Now walk us through uh, a typical fight. So like, let's just put, us put us in this perspective. Like you, you or your sister have a fight, you know, in, in six months from now, I guess, when do you guys start training? Like, how does that process work leading up to that fight?
4: Yeah, it varies for every athlete. Like it's not just one
1: uh,
3: mm-hmm.
4: way for everyone, but at least for our family, we'll do like a two month camp and that the first two weeks will be more of like a mental transition, mm-hmm. um, to get your brain in that one vision of fighting and visualizing that moment of you winning, mm. I think, and working on meditation and calming down and slowing down and stop worrying about everything else that you have to do. And then after that, it's the weight cut. You have to start focusing on the number on the scale going down and at the same time, perfecting the things that you need to perfect. So it's just working on your defense. Um, doing things that you know you have to perfect. Maybe you have something in mind that you want to um, do in the ring. You're going to be working on that one thing to see if it will come.
2: Yeah, right. You. That's dope. Do you do you guys do you watch like film of your opponent or or no? Like during the training process?
4: Yeah, so you do. I Valerie does not like to, and I like to watch because I just like to know. She just would like to know what um i need to work on in training so she can feel confident in training that she did everything she can but gotcha. she doesn't like to see anything honestly i don't really like to see comments or anything on twitter because it gets vicious out there
2: yeah oh, man. yeah man. maybe on social media people you know damaging being fans of the other side just saying all types of crazy stuff i can see how that can really get to your head and like you said before the first step of training for you all is the mental side of it so you don't want anything that's going throw away your confidence or make you think like that there's any chance that you'll lose. Cause then you will lose, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah.
4: At the end of the day, it's just like you in the ring. You know, there's not your coach. There's not your sister and your <sighs> boyfriend. It's just you, the cage closes behind you. You're locked in there. It's is,
2: like is, is that a, I know you've been doing it your whole life, but is that intimidating? Like, cause like, I, I played me and Bola, we played football. So mm-hmm. very physical sport, obviously, but it is a team sport. I know that if I'm lacking on a play, The guy behind me got my back, but like you just stated, you can't slip up in a ring or it's a wrap. Like you get knocked out, tapped out, whatever. I I understand you got to have the confidence, but at the same time, when that when that gate shuts, is there like a sense of nerves that kind of hits the body?
4: Yeah, for sure. I would say it's like walking to there. The second they call your name, that it's Mm -hmm. time to go. That's when you just can't feel anything. I don't know if this is how everybody else is, but I just kind of like just go through the motions like it's just like a you know you go through the motions (laughs) right right you just walk through and and just people are like saying positive things negative things you have to just block it out and just do what you know you know
1: absolutely i can just imagine like it's so like like that type of fighting is just so intense it's not like boxing right like you're just talking about throwing fists like you know that your opponent is gonna hit you with a right or left right but right <laughs> like this form of fight like you can get kicked in the face you can get hit with an elbow a knee an ankle like it can come from any type of way so that's why I like just you guys being able to kind of work on the fly and and, and handle so many different things coming right and left is just like that's why I was I was kind of curious about the film session and how important that is because I think this is probably the, the biggest sport where people should watch film because it's like okay they may come with a left left leg or you know what I mean so that's impressive though like you know I guess when when you're watching film right and then your sister's in the ring do you do you kind of speak to your sister through like what you've seen and, and the stuff that you understand
3: yeah
4: for sure um like I'll see if there's like um you know something that they have up their sleeve like for example if the other person's a striker and they have like a a spin technique that they like to use a lot we'll make sure that we're watching out for that I'll be like, keep her distance or, but my job really is to just keep her calm because mm. um, it's just to breathe because sometimes you forget to breathe and you're just like panting and you, you just need to remember to breathe in your nose most of the time, I think, but I just, that's, try that's to some her down. I help her cut weight right before the week. Yeah, it's a lot of work, you know.
1: That's what I said. I feel like you got to have a lot of like patience and like, you know, even kill mentality, too, because it's like if you get to a situation where like you're like, holy smokes, like this is getting crazy. Like, right. And she feels that like that can affect the whole the whole fight. So it's like you got to kind of have, you know, just everything put together.
2: Yeah, Damn. that's a good point. And how and you mentioned, you know, at the very beginning of the podcast that right now you are a student. Uh, you're at UCF right now. So. Um, How are you? How do you find that balance between you know going to school, make sure you got your grades on lock, but then training for yourself because you are you are still an active fighter, correct? Yes. And then you're also training with yourself. So you got a lot going on. How do you find that balance, like in your life? Yeah.
4: Um. Honestly, I've since I had such a crazy schedule, I know that I could balance out anything. So I'll just like wake up really early and I'll train in the mornings, like my boxing private sessions. Okay. And then I don't have class all the time. So that's just a plus. So I'll go when I need to go. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm honestly working. Everything is online based. So mm. um, when I did Valerie's merch collection, everything was, you know, online talking to, to people working with them. Um, the people to make the inventory and all the shipping and handling that's all virtual. So it's just very easy. So I don't have to be traveling back and forth anywhere to Miami, but I do go home a lot to see my family. I'm going on Wednesday, actually.
1: Nice. Nice. It's like, you're moving a mile a minute. Like I'm just kind (laughs) of thinking in my head, just kind of like what a schedule looks like for you. Like I just can tell like, you're just so regimented. Like, I guess, I guess, is there ever a point where like, you know like when, when's your off day like i just gotta ask like when's your when's your downtime um sundays but
4: i like to just run on sunday so but it's, it's so you're
1: crazy.
2: still doing something though
3: yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's crazy like you, remember, you remember a while back we had uh we had uh nico ali walsh ali. on muhammad ali's grandson on and he said how running for him is actually like relaxing and peaceful
1: yeah i'm
2: like what i'm like that's that's that was our punishment, bolo and football. Seriously, and I'm like,
1: that's that's a grind.
2: That's a workout, and here goes, you know, Natalie. Yeah, I just run on Sunday.
1: Run
3: on Sunday, <laughs> clear just... my head.
2: <laughs> yeah, it
4: definitely does, and it just like having nature and breathing fresh air. I feel like mm. that. Oh, that it is makes true. Me feel so much better. Or like if I'm having a block, a creative block, I'll really run, and then I'll come back and I'll finish. Feeling great. It. Yeah, that's got you. It.
2: That's dope, and I'm glad you mentioned creative block. So I know another one of your, your job titles, I believe is as brand director, um, A yeah, creative director, creative director yeah. excuse me, creative director. Um, explain, I guess, what all goes into that? Obviously, I know one of the projects there, you, you're wearing a shirt right now uh, for your sister. You, you put that together, but like on a daily basis, like what, what does that look like for you?
4: Yeah. So um, I used to work for a digital marketing firm. So that would, that is what really gave me all of like the knowledge and skills. So I was like two years ago when I when COVID happened, I realized mm-hmm. I need to get on something. Like I feel like I need to learn more. Like I need to be doing more. So then I put my hands in the fire and just jumped into digital marketing and decided to YouTube everything mm-hmm. and learn everything and just I don't mm-hmm. even know. I was like Chinese at first, but <laughs> I just learned everything SEO, like how to create um like social media. Um, real estate online, I basically, wow. made, and I realized that like I could be doing this for my sister. Like, why am I not all of these skills that I'm learning with this job? Like, why can't I apply it to my sister? So that's where I became the creative director for her merch brand, her website. I did her Instagram shop. I did all of that. And I mm. created like her social media presence. And then that's I also managed her social. Crazy.
2: Media. Yeah. Hey, Bella, we might have to hire her for the porch. You might have to. Uh, <laughs> Create the for the porch and get our but, followers booming.
1: No, for real, like you, you get the sister of the year award. I just <laughs> want to tell you that, like this, all the stuff that you are doing, like is 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 phenomenal. Like it, you like you see people do stuff all the time, but like you know, obviously, a part of what you do is helping your sister become who she is too, and I think that speaks volume to who you are as a person.
2: hundred percent because
1: like
4: obviously it's it's our loretta legacy that we want to grow if if i if she succeeds i succeed francesca mm-hmm. succeeds my little sister and vice versa you know and that's why in school i'm making sure to study um sports business management and marketing so that i'm also studying now um uh, contracting for a sports business so i can even mm-hmm. step in with her management and and maybe eventually become her manager and take over wow and I her my e
2: hey. For, for a young person, her mind is just so, like, yes, up. like the
1: mindset, like the business aspect, like point A to point B, like and and that kind of gets us into like the next phase, right? Like what's what's life outside of the ring? You know, obviously managing the business of your sister. Like, what's life like for Natalie? Like, what what are you doing on a on a slow day? Like, what's what, what's fun for you?
4: Yeah. Um. Honestly, I really like watching um YouTube. I like um watching podcasts. I like um, learning about other people and like the way that they think, honestly. Mm. And I like to um, self-reflect and I like to look back on my progress. Like, for example, like this notebook of mine, this is like everything I've learned like from boxing from day one. Like I'll go now. look at every like um, combination I did so I-, I can keep that in my brain, you know, so I'll like try to be on top of the game when I'm chilling
2: dang she's so locked in i feel like me and
1: you gotta. are down on your work days right that's what i'm saying like my look if you ask me what i enjoy doing for fun kicking back my feet up watching tv something to drink chilling you know going
3: out
2: to eat (laughs) but
1: like you keep your mind working like you keep your mind working you keep it fresh like that's like one of the greatest habits i think anybody could, could have like
4: but don't get me
2: wrong, on um, Fridays, I love my happy hour. I, I was know. about to say I, there it is I was about to say, look, I did a little research, I did a little snooping on her social media. Yeah. She knows how to have fun now. I just seen her on a on a boat, a beach, a swimming pool. <laughs> I just seen her out and about now. And speaking of that, we're gonna get straight to it. You have a very um popular, I would say the least, group of friends. I saw you with um WNBA star Liz Cabbage. Yeah. Um Barbie Blank, she used to be known as Kelly Kelly, but it was a WWE star. How how did this friend group come together? It's a very unique group.
4: Yeah, so honestly, my sister, she got the sponsorship on her own Vital Proteins uh, and they're also known as Vital Performance. And yep. um, we honestly love that company. Like they promote collagen and they they help like wellness. And every, and since I'm vegan, that's another thing about me. Mm. And all of their, most of their products are plant-based. So they'll send me stuff too. And I actually really like it. And during COVID, well, actually right before COVID, before they required mask and COVID tests, before that big transition, they had invited my sister on a trip to St. Bart's and we were like um okay let's go (laughs) and there's a plus one so obviously and they took us there for like a wellness house and when we got there it was like Liz it was all of them Cody Simpson like it was it was like a crazy group of people that they put us on an airplane with but we all just spent a week together in St. Bart's in the middle of nowhere doing yoga sound baths together like it was honestly a great experience, and they're great people—very humble, down to earth—and I would totally do the trip again. It was
2: awesome. That's I that love that, man. That's the well. Hey, if y'all get like a, a, a plus three or plus three, four three, next four. time,
3: you know who to man, call. Hey,
2: You know who to call. <laughs> I'll keep you
3: guys, in mind. We man, you,
4: It was um, Kim Kardashian's trainer, Fit Girl Mel, was there too.
2: Wow! Uh, just networking, you know what I'm saying? Just good connections and networking, man. That's, that's it. That's what I love. That's what I love. Now, one thing that um I do want to go back real quick to the ring, but b- before I forget this, one thing I think that's very uh unique about uh your sister, right? Is you know she's very big on building her brand, even even within the fight. So if, if you you haven't seen her fight before, guys, fans listening in, after she wins she typically does a little dance move in the middle of the ring yeah. spin move. I don't know what she even calls it, but it's a nice little dance move, kind of sexy fun. And she's like, she doesn't hide it. Right. Like she doesn't hide who she is. She p- puts her personality out there. Was that, is that always been her? Is that always been her, her personality or was that something that you, you guys, I guess, planned? you know, for her career?
4: No, it's definitely not planned. Like, as I told you, our, my mom went since we're little, she put us in dance and, And we loved it. Like, my sister and I in high school, for fun, we would go to LA Fitness and do the Zumba classes. Like, Mm. that's what we would do for fun, you know? And that's just who she is. And with TikTok and stuff, she loves to do her dances. That's who she is. I love to dance, too. My little sister is a TikTok queen, too. (laughs) All of us. The whole family. Women, we're Cuban. We love to dance and sing. You know, yeah. I'm not. We're not great singers, but we
2: love to. I'm about to put you on the spot. You, you almost. I I'm about to say. To say. I'm about to <laughs> say.
4: Harmonize.
3: <laughs>
2: I think it's dope because there's there's always been a narrative just in society when it comes to women that like you know if uh if a woman is a athlete or she fights or if she's this or that like she can't be you know sexy. She can't have that sex right. appeal. She can't be you know, feminine. And that's completely false, obviously, because like you said, yourself, your sister, like yeah, in the ring, she straight badass. You know what I'm saying? She, she's locked in. she, she She's locked in. She's fighting you. But then outside the ring, regular, you know, she's modeling. She's out, you're working out, you dancing. It's like, I think it's dope that, you know, you both kind of show that as women, you can do both. Like, you don't have to necessarily say, oh, I'm just an athlete or I'm just this or I'm just that. I can, I'm I'm a lot of things and that's okay. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah. And I'm really glad we're, we're making that a thing because it's, it's really unfortunate that just because like you're kind of cute, you're not taken seriously. Like you're called cap all the time. Oh, you're a fighter cap.
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> right, everything right. You're called
4: cap and honestly, I don't really care because you know, I was like, I don't need to prove anything to anyone, but it's just like, why can't women learn how to defend themselves? And that's another thing that I want to change. I want mm. more females to learn martial arts in general, whether it be boxing, uh, kickboxing, or jujitsu, or anything, at least something, so they can defend themselves, you know?
1: Facts. That's real. That's real. I, I agree 100%. I think at the end of the day, like you said, like, it's okay to do both. Like, it's okay to be in both, like, especially in the WNBA too. Like, I feel like a lot of people, you know, stereotype, you know, women who play basketball, right. But you can do both. Like, you know what I mean? I I know a lot of pretty pretty women who are out there, you know, MMA fighting, out there boxing, out there playing basketball and things like that. So, uh, I agree hundred percent. You keep pushing that. And I think it's, it's it's slowly but surely starting to improve but we got a long way to go but i can see the progression though 100 yes.
2: 100 100%, 100%. now let me ask you this now this is a, a, a separate question This came to my mind now i don't know your relationship status i don't know if you have a boyfriend or not i have no idea it's not it's not my business but in general is it um is it intimidating for your uh like when you're dating when people know know that you can fight and you can be like because like if you're dating somebody you got a boyfriend in the back of his head he knows like you can kick his ass
1: at any like, point
2: it, at any point like he says the wrong thing you can yeah. put in the damn headlock and, and choke him out for the rest of the night it,
3: it, <laughs> has that been
2: like has that been difficult in the dating scene knowing your profession um i
4: definitely think that some men can find it intimidating yes. but that i don't like those men you know i like the men mm-hmm. that think it's cool that like respect me for it that that motivate me for that's what i like you know and unfortunately i've encountered a lot of you know insecure ones i'm not going to single them out but um it's honestly like men should find it cool like
2: right
3: right
2: i think it's dope
4: uplift me instead of bringing me down you know
2: absolutely 100 percent. you put out a tweet like it was a while (laughs) ago saying that uh it's kind of separate but a little bit on topic uh it was something along the lines of like hey, guys, like, you think me and my sister don't know when, 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 you, when you slide in both our DMs? How often is that? Like, you got, oh. y'all got a lot of guys sliding and both y'all DMs,
4: like, all the time? They think they're sneaky. They think they're sneaky. But I manage your social media, so, like, we'll talk about it and we'll be like, did he hit you up? And she'll be like, yeah. And then, like, we're, we're, we're like, what a little scumbag. No. Like, so, like, we'll cancel them out. Like, you're done.
2: Dang. easy
1: is Come it on, now Dallas. now let me let me ask you this though uh oh does dm work though like if you see somebody that you like in the dm is it worth pursuing because a lot of people tell us dms don't really work no more
4: That's a good question. honestly um it's worked for me
1: okay yeah. <laughs> now 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 i gotta ask you this to add on to that what do they have to say like what's what's that attention getter? is it the eyeballs do somebody have to literally say something like what do they have to do to get your attention
4: I hate the eyeballs. Don't. Okay. Um. Honestly, it's like more of a vibe check. Like, um. Uh, I won't. Like, it needs to be a vibe. Like, obviously, I'll look at your page and I'll see like what you're about. But if you t- seem too conceited, I'm not never gonna answer. Like, <laughs> no. But um, definitely, it's like if I like the vibe, then I'll continue on. You know. And
1: What sure. right. well, if you figured out they couldn't fight? Would you? Would you still date them?
2: <laughs> obviously. Okay.
1: Okay. Because you fight. got the hands. That's all that matters.
2: Like baby, you don't need to fight. I got us. Don't worry about it. I got us. <laughs> <laughs> I got us. That's now it's funny you mentioned though, like you said, uh, it's the vibes. You know, we, we had a guest on, you know, like last last week or two weeks ago, said the same thing about, about her the like, energy. Yeah, it's, not, it's about the vibes, it has to be about the vibes. So, and with you having such a big following, I'm sure you have so many blue check marks in your dm so many like uh, famous people or athletes just bigger name people trying to shoot at you and like you said as we know unfortunately a lot of times what comes with that is the big heads the egos the the whole just so yeah man so just keep on hey keep on doing keep on being you and yeah. and, and, and checking the vibe make sure the vibes is right so got to i love it
4: about vibes
2: yes yes so let's um let's move on to our door bill segment. So this is actually our quick hitters. Um, some fun questions that, that, that we'll hit you with. And you just give us like a, you know, a one or two liner um, in response. So I'm going to start it off, Bolo, and then you jump in. So the first question for you, would you rather knock somebody out or make them tap out?
3: Ooh.
4: Definitely knock someone out. Like it's more satisfaction, like, you instantly dropped them, or like broke something.
2: For Ooh. Sure. <laughs> I feel that. she said you broke something.
4: Yeah, like a rib.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, no, I got, I got one real tough for you. All right, here we go. Choose one: UCF football or the Ooh. Miami Heat. <laughs> oh, Miami Heat all
4: the way.
1: All day, huh? She that was too easy. Look at the hat, hey, I- boy.
2: About- but she goes to UCL. I be seeing her at the football uh, practice, the games. Yeah, I love them, but not that much.
1: <laughs> she said not that much.
2: said it, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing too much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got... <laughs> let me go back to back. I got another one for you. I got another one for you. So I, I've been to Miami a couple times, party, turned up. So I know a little bit about the party scene. Which Miami club is more lit? Ooh. 11 or story? I know you've been to both.
4: Oh Yeah. Honestly, I think 11 because every time at 11, since Valerie's sponsored by 11, they we go off there, you know.
3: 11, bro, I don't know, you've been to
1: 11. I've never been to Miami. (gasps) I know, y'all. I'm sorry. I've never been to Miami. It was always a bucket list for me, too. Just hear about it. Lil Wayne talk about it. You know what I mean? Live home Sunday. We got to do an episode Plunders. in
2: Miami now. We, we got we to bring Natalie back on. We're going to do a live, in-person episode in Miami, outside Club 11. They're going to sponsor the show, and we're going to make it a full thing. Come on, Bolo.
1: Hey, you know what I say. If you put it out there. It's going to happen. It's in the universe. It, it's in the universe. <laughs> you just put it out there to the world, bro.
2: Yes, sir. It's
1: so, only right we make it happen.
2: Yes, sir. No, of course, man. So, what? Uh, last one here. Last one here. Fill in the blank. In 2022, Natalie Loretta will blank.
4: Win her first kickboxing
2: match.
1: Let's go. Let's get it. I love that. I Let's love that.
2: Hey, <laughs> she Hell of a goal. She, she said her goal. Yeah. She meant it when she said it. So what's going to happen now?
4: Yes. Yes, sir.
1: Get it popping. You.
2: Yeah. Well, hey, Natalie, it's been a, an honor to have you on here. Uh, mm. For this to be your first podcast is huge. Um, Before you go, though, we want to give you a chance to shout out um, anything that you got going on. You know, obviously your, your IG, your Twitter, anything mm-hmm. you want to shout out. Here's your time to this. Let the Porsche family know.
4: For sure. I'm Natalie Loretta on all platforms Um, on TikTok and Snap. I believe I'm low Loretta. And then, um, yeah, there's just a lot to come. I'm transitioning into a new sport now and I'm hoping to conquer that this GoPro and eventually GoPro in boxing as well. And there's a lot to come for the Loretta sisters as well for my sister. A lot of news to come. Can't talk about it yet, but Ooh. we have a new merch as well dropping. So stay tuned. Nice. I'm also dropping a NFT collection called Loading. So let's
1: go. Oh, I'm
4: about to buy it. We
1: definitely gonna support. We gotta support. We
2: gotta support oh, all day. Hey. We appreciate that. Keep hustling. You definitely, like, Boy, I'm leaving thing. this episode feeling inspired. I know you're younger hey. than me, but like, sometimes you can learn from everybody. Bolo, you always say that. I don't care if you older, younger, whatever. You can learn from everybody. Up I'm, game. I'm leaving here. I'm ready to. I'm ready to do 25 pushups right now. I'm ready Natalie, to do
1: to it. I ain't gonna lie to you, Natalie. You may want to call my sister right now. She in college right now. I'm, I think I'm gonna just send her a couple of dollars just because I'm gonna be for real with
2: you. Hey sis, what you need? You you got everything you need? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what you struggling with? <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: But it has been a pleasure. Uh, we appreciate the wisdom. We appreciate the game. We wish you the best of luck in all your future endeavors and everything you got going on. Shout out to you. Shout out to the Loretta family. Uh, it's your boy, B. Jones. It's my boy, D. Nail. Follow us on all platforms. All right. We are on YouTube as well. All right. So make sure you go ahead and check out these beautiful faces right here on this camera. Okay. All right. And you know, I'm always leave y'all with this. Okay. Make sure the best you is the best you. D-Push Podcast
2: underscore. We out.
1: Peace. On
0: the porch, that was where it all began. Had to put it work every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs a scene. When you see me, you ain't got to greeting. Just don't plot the sneak.